Now, I'm going to call the scripture to rouse Isaiah 54, Isaiah 55. Begins from verse 1. And it begins to say that if you thirst. Can we have it up on the screen? He said, oh, either thirst. Come to the waters. Come to the waters. Can you tell your neighbor, say, come to the waters. Now, I want us to start from there tonight. Isaiah 55. It's a privilege and an honor to be bringing the word of God to us this evening. The first word session that we are having tonight. Right after me would come up P.S. Can we celebrate P.S. everybody? Let us appreciate our father. It's such a privilege and an honor to be ministering alongside with P.S. tonight. I do not take that for granted. Now let's turn our Bibles to Isaiah 55 from verse 1. We'll read the first three verses. Are we ready tonight? The first three verses. It says, O everyone that thirst, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, come ye buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your, and your labor for that which satisfies not? He therefore now says, Akin diligently unto me, and eat that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. Now, let us look for another synonym or a synonym for the word fatness what is the word fatness what is another word that we can use for fatness plenty am i right now plenty abundance so he says that you delight yourself in fatness you delight yourself in plenty and i believe that we are gathered to the feast tonight am i in the right place so what does it mean we're gathered to the feast we've come to a fatness We've come to an abundance. We've come to plenty. You know, one of the images that God gave to me, you know, that came up in my mind as I began to meditate from the very first time I heard the feast and I heard about, you know, concerning spiritual gift, is the image of a buffet. Oh, glory be to God. It's the image of a buffet. And how many of you have been to a buffet before? What do you realize is that there is a table Usually it's a very long stretch of table and you have food upon it. You have several kind of food. I mean, depending on the kind of style of food. Now, if it is local, then you have all sorts of local food upon that table. Now, if it's, if it is continental or whatever it is, then you have that kind of style of food there. And so this is the principle of the buffet is that nobody serves you as it were. You serve yourself. Am I right, somebody? And one of the principles of the buffet is that everything that you will ever need has been made available. Now, we know of natural buffets or buffets in the natural, how that even though a lot of food has been made available that one man can eat or that even a group of people can eat, it is still limited. It is still limited. But we have come to the feast of fat things. Glory be to God. We have come to the feast of fat things. Now, when a rich man prepares a table before you, you can begin to have ideas. 
of the kind of food, the amount of food. If a rich man says, I've invited you to a buffet, come to a buffet, then you can begin to have some ideas. But what if God sets a table before you? Hallelujah. What if God is the one preparing the table? And then it says that he prepares the table before me and it says in the presence of my enemies but we're in the company of friends tonight we're in the company of believers tonight and i believe that the table that can be set before us in the presence of our enemies cannot be bigger than the press the table set before us in the presence of friends in the presence of believers remember what hebrews chapter 12 is hebrews chapter 12 now says he says that we have come to a complaint we have come to Mount Zion. We have come to the spirit of just men made perfect. We are gathered among brethren. Glory be to God. And so when we come to a buffet, when you come to a buffet, what happens is that there is food made available. There are different kinds of fruits. And I believe that it's in the same picture that scripture says there are diverse gifts, diverse manifestations, diverse operations of the Holy Ghost. So he says, delight yourself in fatness. Delight yourself in fatness. He's saying, when you come to this kind of waters, when you come to this kind of table, there is only one prerequisite. There is only one thing that you need. You must be thirsty. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He's saying, you must be thirsty. In other words, you must want what has been prepared before you. You must want what has been made available to you. You cannot come in full. You have to come in empty. And how many of you, I remember something, I was telling a story recently of how my mom dealt with me because when I was in primary three or thereabout, because she came home and she offered me food and I took the food. Now that's not what she beats me for. What she disciplined me for was I had spent all my chop money on sweets all through the day so i should have eaten but by the time she came home in the night i had not eaten and you know how you eat when you are terribly hungry do you know how you eat when you're hungry when you are famished you rush it you don't care what you are mixing together whether you are mixing rice and more and more you are mixing rice and so you don't care bring it you eat it in a rush. But do you know how you eat when you've had breakfast? And then somebody offers you food around 10. You're a little bit picky. Oh, he says that if you thirst, come to the waters. He says if you thirst, come to the waters. In other words, there must be a thirst. And what does this scripture mean when he says a thirst? There must be a desire. Glory be to God. There must be a desire. As the deer pants for the waters, so does my soul pants for you, O God. <laughs> he says, our fathers have told us what works you did in their days. He says, come and do it again, that I might see your glory even as I have seen in the sanctuary. Come and do it again. We've heard stories about you. They are great and mighty things. Come and do it again. Do it again. Me too, O oh Lord. Me too, O oh Lord. So I can imagine the kind of mind frame, the, the, the kind of frame of mind that Joshua was in. And God had to reassure him, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Joshua was saying, ha, you are telling me to lead these people? You are telling me to go and take over this land? 
You're telling me to take over the Jordan and to move forward? How will I do it? I saw the way Moses are, ah, these children of Israel. God said, you know what? I can sense your hunger. I can sense your desire. I can sense that you are saying, I cannot go by myself. So God says, I would go with you. I will be with you. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. When it comes to spiritual things, what you need first of all is a desire, a thirst. It's a desire. It's a thirst. Because, let me tell you this, you will remain at the level of your desire. You will remain at the level of your thirst. If I'm thirsty, and I'm not really thirsty, maybe a gulp of water would do. But if I had not drank water for two days, I would drink better than a camel. Am I speaking to someone tonight? I would drink, you know, particularly when it is available. It is frustrating when I am thirsty but there is no water. Am I right, someone tonight? It is frustrating when I am hungry but there is no food. And that is what we call starvation. But he says, delight yourself in fatness. God doesn't starve us. Let's read on. Verse 3. Incline your ears and come unto me. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. He says, incline your ears. And, and I'm starting with this because this is where I want to end. Incline your ears. Incline your ears. So, if I'm hungry and I'm thirsty, imagine with me, think with me, and a table is prepared before me, is set before me, and they say, we need to check your hunger, we need to check your thirst, for you to partake of this table. And then they satisfy me, okay, thirsty. They satisfy me, okay, he has a desire. They satisfy me, okay, he is hungry, he needs it, he wants it, he's desperate for it. And so they say, let him go. It will therefore mean that I must be ready to take instructions. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying to you now. It will therefore mean that I must be ready to pay attention to what is told me. Perhaps there are seven tables, but I can only see one. Perhaps there are seven tables, but I can only see, I can only see two inside. Perhaps there is more that has been prepared for me, but I need to first of all go and meet someone. You, you know the thing is, when I, I, I desire to eat something, when you desire something, and then they offer you bread, but you desire something else, you are still looking for it. You are still looking for it. How many of you have eaten, but you are full, but not satisfied? Have you been there before? You are full. You just know that, I know I've taken something, but this is not what I'm looking for. I'm still looking for what? So even when they present you that thing, you don't mind doing Ijewuru. Do you know what I just mean by Ijewuru? It means everything, pack it together, combine it. I don't know the English word for Ijewuru. You don't mind. Man, see the thing I have been longing for. You know what Isaac said to his sons? He said, go and get me venison that my soul may bless you. 
this is not just so that I can have strength, food in my tummy. It's a thing of the heart. It's a thing of the heart. And this is the thing. When it comes to matters like this, we must be ready to incline our ears. We must be ready because the one who has prepared the feast and invited you for the feast knows exactly what your desire is knows exactly what you need in this moment knows exactly what you require for the time glory be to god and so he says you have to incline your ears in other words let me tell you what i've made available to you let me tell you what i have prepared for you glory be to god and so no one the pastor should i begin to talk about the impulse of the spirit the impulse of the spirit the impulse of the spirit somebody say with me this evening say everyone will first oh, come on i can't hear you everyone will first come to the waters come to the waters come to the waters now have you ever read in your bible let's let's go there tonight ezekiel 47 have you ever come across it you know Pascali, if you've been in church, you've been in the circles for a while, you probably have heard of what we call the different measures of the anointing. Hallelujah. You probably have heard about that, the different measures of the anointing. Ezekiel 47, let's read very quickly. And I'm going somewhere tonight. Glory be to God. Can somebody just let out a shout of joy in this place? Let's do that again. Can somebody just let out a shout of joy in this place? You know, if you're online, join us. Can somebody just let out a shout of joy in this place? You know, I, I sense a joy thermometer. Can somebody just let out a shout of joy? Glory be to the Lord. Glory be to the Lord. Glory be to the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, we can have our seats. And let's pick it up from verse, um, verse 3, because of time. It says, And when the man that had the line in his hands went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits, and he brought me through the waters. Did you see that there now? Oh, if you're thirsty, come to the waters. He measured a thousand cubits and he brought me. Did you notice that I didn't bring myself through the waters? Did you notice that? Did you notice that he brought me through the waters? So imagine with me if the one who had the line in his hand and was measuring a thousand cubits per time is willing to measure more for me or to me and is also willing to bring me through the waters but I am refusing to go with him if he's willing to say let us go deeper let us go on the journey let us step into more let us enter into new things and I am saying no I just want to stay at the brink of this river will I experience the fullness 
of what has been prepared for me. If I come and I'm thirsty and I'm hungry and I say, oh yes, but you know, all I have space for is just appetizer. But the one who prepared the feast is saying, listen to me, I have more. Have you gone to some people's house that they want to feed you and stuff you with food? That's the same way God wants to do for us in the feast. He wants to stuff us with stuff. He wants to stuff us with good things. He wants to stuff us because it's a feast of fat things. So he said, I have a thousand cubits more to give to you. Let's read on. And so he says, and brought me through the waters and the waters were to the ankle. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the loins. Let me tell you something. There are dimensions when you want to bet things in the realm of the spirit, you don't stop at ankle. Have you heard this phrase in scripture, the fruit of your loins? You bet with the loins. If you want to bet, you don't stay on the ankle level. You go all the way to the water flows and gets to your loins. And that is what Jesus was saying. He says, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. For out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water let's turn to that scripture out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water john chapter 7 and verse 37 you know i believe and let me say this to us i believe that the feast and talking about things of the spirit the anointing spiritual gifts manifestations of the holy ghost listen to me is not just so that we can have an academic knowledge of these things it is so that we can come into an experience of them it is so that we can come into a multiplication of these things it is not so that i can know oh you know you know word of knowledge is not the one that you tell by knowledge I got that definition from Dr. K, by the way. He used to say that there are some words that are word of knowledge and there are some that is word from knowledge. You know what word from knowledge is? It means you knew about it. You did your research. Then you now come and say, Saeli, Saeli, does yet the Lord. You were, no, you went to do research. It's also that we, we can just know what prophecy is and so that we can know what tongues and interpretation is and so that we can know what the, the Holy Spirit does in giving us tongues and giving us utterance or so that we can know how to flow. No, no, it's not just for an academic knowledge. It is for an experience. I believe it is for us to bet the next things as the new. Glory be to God. I believe it is for us to bet the next things as a church. It is for us to bet the next things as a people, as a person, that you might bet your next year, that you might bet your next two years, that you might bet your next five years, and that you might make some deposit about your future. It is that you might come and take a posture in the spirit and allow the Holy Spirit move you the same way a man will move chess pieces on the board and say, I am positioning you aright so that you can take over that house, so that you can take over that mountain, so that you can take this. And those things begin to flow by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. But you have to incline your ears. You don't only incline your ears, you also incline your heart. You don't only sit there and say, okay, all right, move to the next one. 
You know, I'm just speaking this up by the Spirit. Somebody said, oh, Shebi is concerning spiritual gifts. When will you people start teaching about spiritual gifts? Amber. We're coming. It's building up. Because you did not come to tutorial. Hey, you came to be taught and to catch. You came to be taught and so that you can catch. Some things are taught, some things are caught. And you only catch when your heart is open. Oh, glory be to God. You know, I like to always say this. When Gentiles came to Jesus and said, when, Je when Jesus heard that Gentiles were looking for him, he said, ah, it's time to go to the cross. There was no manual. Go and read it. There was no manual. He just knew by the Spirit. It's time to go to the cross. The same way he says, I must be on the other side. Let us go to the other side. It was annoying. He caught it. John chapter 7 and verse 37. And I want every one of us to read these things aloud tonight. We're going to read the next three verses, 37, 38, and 39. Are we ready tonight? You have your Bibles, right? All right. Let's read. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Verse 39. But this spake he of the spirits, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus had not yet been glorified. This is spake of the Spirit that everyone who believe in him should receive. Do we understand a bit of English tonight? Do we? So what does should receive mean? It means you will receive. You ought to receive. So it means that it's not yet ready for you to receive am i right tonight so he says the reason why at that time when jesus was making that statement it is a should receive and not they that believe in him receives or has received or will receive it is should in other words he's setting a date in the future and the reason why he was setting a date in the future it's simply because he had not yet been glorified. Again, let me emphasize what P.S. has taught. When we say glorified, we are not just saying that Jesus raised up from the dead. We are talking about the glorified Jesus. We are talking about the glorified Jesus. The one who the, the, the sword comes out of his mouth. That his eyes are filled with fire. The one that is a light. The shining of the sun that no man can stare into. Because he had not yet been glorified. Hallelujah. 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 And because of that, the Holy Ghost was not yet given. Now, I want you to focus on these two words as I speak for them and teach for them. Receive and given. Can you say that with me? Say receive and given. Did you notice that he said that the Holy Spirit was not yet given? And did you notice that he said you should receive the Spirit. Glory be to God. 
So it means or it implies that the Holy Spirit was to be given and we or those people who thirst should what? Receive. Now let's look at something here. Let's turn our Bibles a few chapters forward and we'll turn our Bibles to John 14 and verse 16. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. John 14 and verse 16. It says, And I will pray the Father. Can you read with me, everyone? Are you there? And I will pray the Father and it will what? It would what? Sell to you. Contract to you. What's he going to do? Reserve for you. I think I'm quoting it wrong. Oh, and I will pray the Father, and he shall make available for purchase. Oh, glory be to God. Let's quote that again. For God to love the word, that he what? Let's quote that again. For God to love the world, that the world gave what? His only begotten Son. All right, let's share the grace again. We're not closing the service, but let's share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Did you notice that there seemed to be a progression in these things? Because the Father loves, the Father gives. And now the father had given the son. Now the son says, I would also speak to the father to give you something some more. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus is God's gift to the world. But the Holy Spirit is God's gift to his children. Notice it didn't say that I will pray the father and he will give, that he may give unto the world another comforter. He said, I will pray the Father that he may give unto you, you, you that believe in me, you that is a part of me, that he might give unto you another comforter. That he may stay with you for a while. Glory be to God. You know, sometimes when I teach, I like to force us to meditate. Because then is when the Holy Spirit can begin to breathe upon the word and we can see it ourselves. And, I, and I'll pray the Father that he will give you another comforter that he may do what somebody? That he may do what? Abide where? With you. What does it mean to abide? To live, to dwell, to reside. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I think I just found out and I just realized my memory was just refreshed that the Holy Spirit abides with me. <laughs> Come on, I just found out that the Holy Spirit abides. Woo! Glory be to the Lord. I just found out that the Holy Spirit does not come and go, He is not like Nigeria's power is not interrupted you cannot interrupt him so listen 
the spirit within us is staying forever if you're born again you've got the holy ghost once and for all and he's not going anywhere listen you don't have to pray the way david prayed take not your holy spirit away from me where is he going you know what it means it means that from the very first moment you receive him the Holy Spirit says you have no choice it's me and you forever oh no wonder he says he's a comforter and scripture says that there is a friend that stays closer than a brother the communion of the Spirit the fellowship of the Spirit hey uh, I don't care what I'm going through the Holy Ghost is right there I don't care what I'm going through the Holy Ghost is right there when I'm happy he's there when I'm joyful he's there when I'm sad he's there when I'm going through all my going throughs he's there when I'm planning for the future he's there when I'm figuring out in my mind trying to figure out should I accept this call or not should I receive this responsibility or not the Holy Ghost is saying we got them we got them we got them we are together we got that day glory be to God he's saying that he's gonna stay he's not just going to abide because somebody can abide with you for two months and pack out but the Holy Ghost will abide forever what a comforting thought no wonder the psalmist said this and even though the only portion or the only measure of the spirit that they had was that there was the spirit of God upon them not within them he says yea do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I fear no evil that is a man under the old covenant but you have a better covenant of good things a good covenant of good things a better covenant of good things by the blood of sprinkling the blood of Jesus oh he says by one offering he has perfected forever them that are sanctified and so I have been sanctified and I've been separated unto God listen to me I have no choice anymore when I'm born again the Holy Ghost stays with me forever so how dare you say that I'm going through it's only me it's only me that's going through all these things it is you and the Holy Ghost <laughs> it is you and the Holy Ghost and then he says this he says that the spirit is a comforter and then we have done well to read and to know that that word comforter is broken down into seven meanings seven meanings if you can from memory let's recite those meanings together number one comforter number two counselor number three intercessor am i right number four advocate number five strengthener number six is what standby and number seven is what helper you know the one i love the most out of all the seven the standby <laughs> Pray in the spirit, everybody. Pray in the spirit, everybody. Zenomen on the Frika Pali and the Sifra da Batabella Dedes. Vivi Likabino no Susufrika Tabalika Badi Every in the Menon, the Kali and Berizakatis, every the boats. Pampan tank tank telebella catida baro da gadosa. Shavela melega benega managadosi, Vriganandos. Bigadini no 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 no, Sicabriagadia gadosa. Ashkana sunundes. Biri biri biri. Some of you are waiting for me to stop praying the spirit. No, join me. Balia melega tamelega merugadusa. Zig zig zuk zabarigadimenigadimerigadosa. Atatamana da 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 da
He's a standby. Do you know what it means? It means that he is a comforter that is standing by. It means that he's an helper that is standing by. It means that he's an advocate that is standing by. It means he's an intercessor that is standing by. It means that he is a strengthener that is standing by. And so when I need strength, he says, come, I'm ready for you. When I need an advocate, he says, come, I'm ready for you. When I need an intercession, come, I'm ready for you. Even when you don't know how to pray, sometimes the Holy Spirit just says, open up your mouth and I'll feel it. And you begin to say, Father, 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 before you know, he provides you with some strength. You get out of the bed, you pace around your room, and you say, Shelly, mini, mini, mini. And before you know, Kabri Agataba, Melegeteleberegede, Badi Amanagatamana, Evri Amananane. And before you know it, a knock comes on your door. The help you needed has come. Guess who made that possible? The Holy Spirit, who is in you and who is with you. And who is going to be there forever? Glory be to God. But did you notice that it says the Spirit is given? Did you notice that it says that the Holy Spirit is to be given to us? I want you to notice this. There are two things or two ways in scriptures, amongst other things, that the Bible describes the Holy Spirit and all that it is to him. And I'm, and I'm not talking about this person right now. I'm talking about his, 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 his function. Number one is that there is something called the promise of the Spirit. Number two, is that the Holy Spirit is given. And then you might say, but you just said we have the Holy Spirit. So why are you trying to take us back again to say the Holy Spirit is given? You need to understand what that word give means. And, and, and in what manner that is given. Did you notice Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13 says, quote with me if you know it, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, being made a cause for us, for it is written, cause is every man that hangs upon the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might rest upon the Gentiles, and that we might receive the promised Holy Spirit. Before the cross, it was a promise. After the cross, it is our reality. You don't know what I'm saying to you. Before the cross, we were looking to a time that we will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. We were looking to a time when there will be an endowment of the Spirit. We were looking forward to a time when there's going to be a giving of the Spirit. But after the cross, guess what happened? The Holy Ghost was given. It was released. And you know what? Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. It says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, it says they were all gathered together in one place. And guess what happened? The Spirit came as a rushing mighty wind. Filled the whole house where they were seated. And there appeared cloven tongues as a fire. And sat upon each and every one of them. Now, when Peter was recounting 
what had happened in the house of Cornelius. Did you notice that he said to them, let's, let's get our reference right. Did you notice that he said to them that the same manner in which the Holy Spirit came on them was the same manner the Holy Spirit came on the people in the house of Cornelius. Now let's, let's read this now. Let's read this. Let's start from Acts chapter 10 and verse 45, 44. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You know, I, 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 I am sensing a joy just brooding. Just slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Glory be to God. And while Peter yet spake, or while Peter spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell upon them which at the word. And they of the circumcision which believed, we are astonished as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the, 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 I'm waiting for you, the what? Not Holy Spirit. The what? Read your Bible. The what? What do you do to have a gift? What do you do to have a gift? <laughs> you know, the moment I need to do something to qualify for a gift, it's no longer a gift. Is that not the definition of a gift? The moment you say, you know, you, you know how they say, eh, buy oh, two, two, um, um, two in one package. Buy one and get one free. You, you don't need... Oh, sorry, don't let me ask. Expose marketing strategies. Buy one, get two and get one free. Buy two and get two free. Whatever it is. The one you are giving to me, I am supposed to fulfill a condition. Why not buy none and get ten free? That is a gift. That is a true gift. The best you will call it is a discount. Am I right? When I'm buying two and I'm getting one free, it's a discount. But did you notice that we were not given the discount of the Spirit? We were given the gift of the Spirit. We were not given the down payment. Even the Holy Spirit being our earnest, the earnest of our salvation, is not that it's a discount. It's an assurance that there is surely there is an hand. It's an assurance that surely we're going to meet in heaven. It's an assurance that surely everything that you've been promised in this world is going to happen in your life. It's a gift. Oh, glory be to God. I want you to leave this session with that revelation that the Holy Spirit is a gift. And the moment you begin to realize that the Holy Spirit is a gift unto me, I don't have to do anything. Oh, well, oh, help us, Holy Spirit. I, I, I don't have to do anything. No wonder Isaiah says, Oh, he that is thirsty, come to the waters. Come and buy without money. Because all I need you to do is to show interest in buying. But I will pay for you. That's why he says, Cost is every man that hangs upon the tree. So that the blessing of Abraham might rest upon us. And we might receive the promise of the Spirit.
Jesus said, you don't pray for the Father. You don't pray the Father. You don't ask the Father. I will ask the Father. You receive what the Father is going to give. Glory be to God. He says, come and buy without money. Come and buy without a price. Come with your desire. Come with your thirst. Come with your hunger. But you don't have to pay a price for it. Listen, if I was given a car right here, and then you tell me to go pick it up, Am I doing anything to get the car? You say, ah, it's tricky. It's not tricky. Was I the one who bought the car? My entering taxi or asking a friend to take me on the ride to receive the car, is it not all part of my receiving? I'm not paying any price for it. I'm just here to receive. Can you say that? Can you say that when we say, I'm just here to receive? Oh, we're going to say that three more times. I'm just here to receive. I'm just here to receive. I'm just here to receive. One more time. I'm just here to receive. And receive, I will. Receive, I will. Receive, I will. Receive, I will. You know, the Yoruba say that you ask a lazy child to go and fetch the water in which he will use in having his bath, and then he says you've sent him on an errand. You invite a child to come and eat, but you are hitting with your own spoon. Then you say, go to the kitchen and go and fetch spoon. You say, you are sending me on an errand. <laughs> you see, when he says, incline your ears, it's not to tell you the price you will pay. It is to tell you how to dive in. <laughs> when he says, incline your ears, he's telling you, he's saying, let me tell you where you will stay so that you can link up. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Have they ever sent you a parcel from somewhere before? And they say, you have to be at this social time, at this social place. And you must be at the bus stop. Because this person is on a journey. The bus will only pause, hand you the parcel and move forward. Then you say, ah, no, ah, what kind of condition is that? You miss the parcel. They say, come for the feast. You say, it's too stressful. You miss the parcel. He says, you know what I want to do for me now, and I want you to do? He says, I want you to spend time just studying some more. Yes, you, and, and this is now, I'm saying this is my inspiration to someone. Yes, you listen to a lot of messages. But can you search out those scriptures yourself? It is so that you can receive the parcel. Because there are things that God can only reveal to you. If you tell somebody that God reveals to you, it becomes information for them, but it's you, it is revelation. To them is information. To me. So Peter said, because I saw this thing, if I was not the one that was preaching and the Holy Ghost fell on these guys, I would say, la lie, tofia kwa, I can never be so... It is only for us, the Jews. Did you notice that he says, if any man thirst, if any man thirst, not if Jews thirst, not if pastors thirst, not if holy brethren thirst, he says, any man, any man where, any man amongst you. It's a revelation that I have seen. It's a revelation that I have received. Peter was asked the question. They said, men and brethren, what shall we do? 
He said, all you have to do is just repent and be saved and be baptized in the name of Jesus. For the promise is for you and for your children, as many as the Lord our God will call. Can you say with me tonight, say it's available. The Holy Spirit is a gift. The Holy Spirit is given now. When I say that the Holy Spirit is a gift and the Holy Spirit is given, I want to break it down to two more things. Are you ready with me tonight? It means that the Holy Spirit, when we say the Holy Spirit is a given, is given or is a gift, we are talking about Him and it. Stay with me. <laughs> or we are talking about Him and them. What do I mean in? What do I mean it? What do I mean in? What do I mean them? I'm saying the person of the Spirit is given to us. And so is his manifestations. The aim is the Spirit of God himself. The it there is his manifestations. His operations. His, his workings amongst us. 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 12. Hallelujah. Can we just lift up our hands to the Lord? Word is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Word is your name. chapter 12 and verse 1 can we read everybody now concerning spiritual gifts brethren i would not have you ignorant read with me everyone for you know that you were gentiles carry the way onto these dumb idols even as you were led wherefore i give you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of god calls jesus a cursed and no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Verse 4. Now, there are diversities of gifts. Diversities of gifts. Diversities of gifts. But what did, what did they say? But the same Spirit. So I said... The Holy Spirit being a gift to us is that He is given and them is given. In other words, the Holy Spirit is given to us. God's gift to His children. God's gift to the believers. But with that gift of the Spirit came other gifts. Did you understand what I just said to you now? With that gift of the Holy Ghost... That endowment, that outpouring of the Spirit, came all the gifts. Came all the gifts. 
And I love the language of scriptures. You know, I like to stay with the language of scriptures. He says, diversities. In other words, they are diverse. They are plenty. They are dynamic. The, the one, this one will come today. It looks like this. Tomorrow, it shows up tomorrow like this. It looks differently. Diversities of gifts. And did you notice again that it did not say diversities of purchase? Gifts. Diversities of gifts. But they attend and diverse spirits. Help me now, somebody. Is that what the scripture says? There are ten or diverse spirits. How many spirits now? Same. You know, I love the fact that he did not say one spirit. Because the meaning will have been lost on us. If he says one spirit, but he says the same spirit. You know, one of the contradictions that people have when it comes to the gift of the Spirit, for instance, is that, ah, I don't understand this one, no. Is it different? Believers, eh? Get them, will you get filled in the Spirit? Ah, is it a different spirit? Ah, is it a different spirit? Ah, this speaking in tongues thing, me, I don't understand. You know, P.S. has dealt with that, isn't it? It's not a different spirit. It's the same spirit that we received at new birth. Can I let this know something? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Remember that Ezekiel said, He brought me through the waters after measuring a thousand cubits, and it was to the hankle. And then He brought me again through the waters, it was to the knee. And then He brought me again through the waters, it was to the loins. Watch this. There is the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit at new birth. There is the Holy Spirit at the infilling of the Holy Ghost speaking with tongues. There is a same Spirit again at the gift of the Spirit level. Ken Reagan said, tongues is the doorway to the supernatural. In other words, when I go from at new birth, I have the Spirit at the ankle level, so to speak. But when I get filled in the spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, I come to the knee level. I can take out of this water that was only used to wash my own legs, that can only clean my legs at new birth, I can now take out of that water and wash other people's legs. Do you get what I'm saying to you now? I can now take that and wash other people's legs. But when I come into the fullness of the spirit, when I come into the fullness of the operations of the Spirit, then I can now stand and I am saying, join me. Join me. Let us come into this river together. Let us wade in this water together. That is why things can now begin to flow out of you and begin to benefit other people. Your tongues is no longer just useful for you alone. Because when you pray in an unknown tongue, you speak unto God and not unto men. But listen, when I get into diverse kinds of tongues, I can therefore now interpret what I have been praying about or saying so that it can benefit other people. You don't experience that at the ankle level, just at new birth. I can come into prophecy. I can exhort. I can comfort. I can edify. 
by the same Holy Spirit. You know, I just picked somebody up right now and I'm going to use it as an example. How many of you, you yourself, you are discouraged? But then you feel a stirring in your heart to encourage someone else. <laughs> you, you are thinking within your faculties. How we go run them? How we go take do them? How we go plumb? Then you see somebody and you feel like, I think I need to just give a word. Let me just say something. You know, I feel compelled to just say to you, and then, have you noticed that you do that long enough, you are just encouraged? You don't know why. There is no information. But maybe the Holy Spirit just says to you, if I can encourage that person, you say, you know now, you have encouragement. And, and that's what happens. Let's read on, let's read on. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit... Somebody said the same spirit. Say many gifts. Come on, can we say that? Say many gifts. The same spirit. So when we begin to list the gifts of the spirit, you know it is from the same spirit. Now let me say this again to you. Many gifts. Say with me. Say many gifts. The same source. Oh, glory be to God. Now, that just puts it in perspective for someone. Many gifts. Come on, speak with me. Say, many gifts. The same source. So I said to us, the Holy Spirit is the gift that keeps on giving. The Holy Spirit is the gift. The moment I received the Holy Spirit, you know, it's such an amazing thing. Just like Pierre said, I don't need to go and buy another generator. All I have to do is start the one I have. That's the one I have. Glory be to God. Verse 5. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, workings. Now let me take a step back. When he says, and there are diversities or differences rather of administrations. What is he talking about? Administration, service, ministry, functions, but the same Lord. And then he says there are diversities of operations, diverse ways of getting things done. But it is the same God which worketh all in all. Now, if you have your Bibles, grab it. Everyone, grab it, grab it, grab it. And let's read verse 7 together out loud. Are you ready now? One to go. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. If you can give me in the NKJV, and let's see it in a more simpler context. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Did you notice that it said that the manifestation of the Spirit can be given to each one? Let's even stay with that for a moment can be given to each one. What's the cause of my emphasis? Some people have said when it comes to the gift of the Spirit that it's only meant for some people, not for them. It's only meant for a few people, 
uh, is meant for pastors. It's meant for deacons. It's meant for apostles. It's not meant for, you know, lay members like us. It's not meant for those of us who just got born again. Have you heard those kind of things before? Oh, ah, you're just born again. You're speaking in tongues. Or they say, you're just born again. You too, you want to give prophecy. <laughs> you affect share a word. Word will only. That's why it's called the word of knowledge, not the word from knowledge. The word of wisdom, not the word of planning. It's not the word of recitation. It's not a memory verse. If we are sharing memory verse, we are sharing memory verse. But do you notice it said to each one? To each one. Each one where? Let's put it in context. Can we put it in context? Who is it writing to? Who is it writing to? The Corinthians. Is it the general Corinthians? To what? The church in Corinth. In other words, he was writing to believers. So he was saying that to each one believer is given. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one believer. Say with me, say, I qualify because I'm born again. And here is the thing, here is the thought. Because it is a gift, I don't have to do anything for it. My second emphasis, I'll emphasize this again. Did you notice that he said, first of all, that the Holy Spirit is a gift? Now we're saying that the manifestations of the Spirit is also a gift. So I just, excuse me, I just learned to receive. I just learned to receive. I just learned to receive. Do you know that as believers, we have a lot more work to do on our receiving than God has to do on his giving. And let me take that further a bit. We have a lot more work to do on our receiving, but God has no work to do on his giving. You know why? He has given. God is no longer in the process or in the business of giving. He has, is in the business of giving. Given past tense now, Jesus has been glorified. Hallelujah! Jesus has been glorified, so He has given His Spirit. Did you notice that from Acts chapter 2 forward, everyone will receive the outpouring of the Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Ghost? Nobody prayed for them to be given the Holy Spirit. What they helped them to do was to receive what has been given. How do I get to flow in a fresh anointing? You receive it. How do I get to flow in the gift of the Spirit? You receive it. How do I get to flow in the manifestations of the Holy Ghost? You receive it. I'm not really going to touch the gift. My job is just to get us to that point of receiving tonight. How do I get to flow in word of wisdom, word of knowledge? How do you do it? Help me now. You receive. And it says that it is given to each one for the profit of all. Did you notice it didn't say it is given to each one for the profit of self? 
He didn't say it is given to each one to, to benefit each one or to benefit just that person was given to. No, it sure benefits you. Amen. It sure benefits you quite all right because by word of knowledge you can pick up something and ah no, they are planning this thing in the office. But he says it is given to benefit all. The next thing I want to say to us in establishing these things is not just that the Holy Spirit and the manifestation of the Spirit is given, is that it is profitable. 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 In other words, it's going to bring me a lot of profit. It's going to bring me benefit. Somebody say benefit. It means that the gift of the Spirit and the manifestations of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit himself and all that we received when we received the Holy Spirit is beneficial to us. No one that scripture says, and I'm saying this in a, in a, in a very similar context, no one that scripture says, the bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable unto all things. It's profitable unto all things. Oh, glory be to God. It's beneficial. Do you want to see some benefits in your life? Do you want to see some benefits in your life? Are there things that you feel like I should be walking in right now, but I'm not yet walking in? How do you do that? You need a benefit. Then he says, come and drink. Come and drink. Come and drink. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, let's read further. Verse 8. For to one is... Are you reading with me? Verse 8. For to one is what? Given. Did you see that now? Given the word of wisdom through the Spirit to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. Now if you look this thing closer in the original context, the word given is always implied in this. So take it back to verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another is given the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. It means that we need to just learn to receive it. Oh, did you understand what I'm saying to you now? Now let me take it to the next thing that I mean, but when I say it is given and we need to receive, it means I don't manufacture. <laughs> you know, it means that I don't step into a meeting and I say, you see, today, I prophecy. I shall prophesy from morning to the end. Eh? Hey, wait. You will know that the word of God is in my mouth. I will call you out one by one and prophesy. Can I prophesy? <laughs> Let's read on, let's read on. I'm, I'm going to come back to that point in a moment. Let's read on verse 9. To another faith is given by the same Spirit. That's another thought. The same Spirit. But it chooses to manifest in different ways. The same Spirit. To another is given the gifts of healings by the same Spirit. I intentionally emphasize that as because most times when we read that, we don't really think. We just say gift of healing or gifts of healings. No, it's gifts of healings. 
I believe P.S. will get into that. To another, the working of miracle is given. To another, prophecy is given. To another, the signing of spirits is given. To another, it is given different kinds of thorns. And to another, is given the interpretation of thorns. Listen to me now. It says, for the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one. So it means that we can be in a meeting like this and God gives to one man prophecy. And the same Holy Spirit gives to another tongues and interpretation or gives one diverse kind of tongues and then give another one interpretation to interpret that same tongues. Or now gives one walkings of miracles and give to another gifts of healing. You don't say that you know what? Spirit of God, Spirit of the living God, today I must be able to give word of wisdom. I know I'm shaking a bit of a table, but sit pretty on it, you will not fall. Today, no, this one, this table today, you will not fall. Other tables, we, we scatter them. The next verse. Can we read verse 11 together, everyone? But one and the same Spirit works all these things. Pause. One and the same Spirit. It's the one given to everyone. Let's read on now. Distributing to each one individual as who wills as the spirit wills that is where people got that phrase as the spirit wills but can I take that to another level for us can I take that to another level for us they have said and interpreted that as the spirit wills to mean if the Holy Spirit does not want to flow it's not going to flow you know, Dr. K said, why is it that the spirit is not always willing in your meeting? <laughs> you know why he's always willing? The grace of our Lord Jesus. The love of God. And the koinonia. Break down the word koinonia. It means fellowship, communication, and participation. When the spirit is in a meeting, he wants to join in. When the spirit is in a meeting, he wants to join. He wants to join you. That's what participation means. He wants to join you. In other words, the spirit is always willing. We are not saying the spirit is willing to manifest. No. We are, the will here is a function of what he gives. Not whether or not he wants to give. He has no choice. He is given. You didn't catch that. If the Holy Spirit is saying, I don't want a will to give then he would have stayed in heaven. But he has been given. He has been given. So rest in the fact that when I come to a place that and what I need is prophecy, the Holy Spirit will give it to me. What I need is comfort, the Holy Spirit will give that to me. What I need is a word of wisdom that I might just have a glimpse, a download of the future plans that God has for me. It is going to be given to me. 
So say this with me. Said the Holy Spirit is always willing to be given amongst us in expressions and manifestation. But he decides what he expresses. That's the balance. It decides what he expresses. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And he says that when things are done this way, guess what happens? Everyone is benefiting. You know, the same way you cannot just be eating a kind of food. Now, I'm going back to the beginning now. You cannot just be eating a kind of food all the time. You need to change your diet. For nutrition's sake, you need to add something. Am I right, somebody? So that you can be balanced, you need another kind of food to be introduced. So we cannot just come and I say, no, what I want is eba, 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 eba. I will be deformed. The Spirit says, incline to me, let me give you some shawarma. Oh, you say, no, it must be tongues, oh. tongues are interpretation because it's dramatic. Kuru, kuru, biki, biki, bari, keti, ketu, kuburu. Hear what the Lord has said. Comfort and joy comes in the Holy Ghost. That's the impression of what I just said. You thought I was joking. <laughs> but it does not have to be interpretation. Tongues are interpretation all the time. It can just be prophecy. It says, incline your ears to me. Oh, I know you are used to prophecy. But I want to take you into the signing of spirits. I know that you are used to, to word of knowledge. And you just always know things. Ah, that thing has happened. Somebody just did this. But, but I want to show you the future. Let me tell you about God's intents and plans for your life. So let me give you some word of wisdom. Incline. Incline. Don't just come with a thirst. Come with a spoon to say, which plate are we digging? <laughs> come with a spoon and say, you know what? I carry my base for hand. Show, show me where with the child's day. Make we pack ham. Glory be to God. So when the Spirit of God says, it's time to give you some prophecy. It's time. You Peter said praying by prophecy. You can just be all by yourself and the Holy Spirit begins to give you prophecy so that you can just have an assurance that this next three months you are going into, I deal with you, Gidiba. You incline your ears. You incline your ears. You incline your ears and you allow the Spirit of God to do what He wants to do. My inclining is in my receiving. Did you hear what I just said to you now? My inclining is in my receiving. Do you know what it means to incline? To incline in geometry is to slant. It means I am resting. Maniana souvenia no sana mayanaza. Verena no zevenia kiano siamana sura bayanda yaba. You know, God is giving out songs right now. Zemanino zebrena niana cote yada mada yada. Ajavino zikaya namati zevri kayaba. I'm resting on you, Holy Spirit. I don't want to wheel. You wheel for me. 
I don't want to decide. You decide for me. Yes, I have a thirst. I have a desire. But I turn it over to you. I turn it over to you. I turn it over to you. Holy Spirit, can you choose for me? And whatever it is you give me, I'm ready. And I know that I will not be shortchanged because you are God's best gift to me. I know that I will not be shortchanged. I will not be cheated because you are my comforter. And if you are giving me something now, I know that that is what I need. I'm inclining to receive. I'm inclining to receive. I'm not saying, I am not struggling. He says that they that has come into God's rest must cease from their own labors. They that must come into God's rest must cease from their own labors. Stop trying to pump it out. Stop trying to pump it out. Can you just rest and let the rivers carry you? Let the rivers flow out of you. Let the rivers flow. And you know what will happen? The Lord himself will take you through journeys. 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 Oh, Riyamataba. Journey. It's going to lead you from one cubit to another cubit. From one cubit to another cubit. And then when you thought that you have got it to the end of what has been recorded, it now begins to enter into diverse kinds of manifestations. It begins to enter into diverse things. Then he says to you, let me take you five years from now. Let me take you to your future. Let me tell you what is going to happen to you. Let me tell you what is going to happen for you. And you know what? Five years after, after then, you show up in a meeting. You see something. Then it looks like you've seen it before. You know what? You were predestinated. Oh! You were predestinated by the Spirit because you allowed Him carry you. You allowed Him. You were inclined on Him. Glory be. Can we rise up on our feet? Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Allah Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. For his mercies endure forever. Amen. For his mercies endure forever. Can we just lift up our hands? Glory be to the Lord. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory. Can we just spend some time to wait on the Lord? Yes, amen. For his mercies, for his mercies. Red forever. Amen. For his I shake a bellosa. Feeding in Usi and Anti and Amande Alabashadaya. Glory be to God. In the If you're online, just worship with us. Worship the Father with us. 
Worship the Lord with us. Worship the Spirit with us. Hey, for His mercies. and drink do you know how to drink there has to be two things when you're drinking there has to be healed deadness in other words you must allow what you're drinking flow through you and there must be flexibility you know the way you can hold water in your mouth it's in your mouth but it's not going down your throat the simple reason is because you are still rigid you are still rigid so how do I receive of the spirit? You drink. What does it mean? You let your guard down. And you allow him carry you wherever he wants you to go. And you know what happens? You drink through your mouth. So he says that do not be filled with wine wherein is excess. But be filled with the spirits. Singing unto yourself in psalms and hymns. And spiritual songs. Sing and make melodies in your heart to the Lord. Can you just allow that word? And you know scripture says, 
that out of your belly shall flow fountains of living water is a two-way street it flows out and goes back in it flows out and then goes back in so he says a man's life a man's belly shall be filled with the words of his mouth he says these words we speak not with words which man's wisdom teaches but which the holy ghost teaches can you just go ahead now and drink how do i drink in the spirit speaking to yourself psalms and hymns and spiritual song speak in the spirit sing in the spirit and just relax and let the holy ghost give you those promptings of the spirit give you those promptings those signals those nudges We've come to drink. You receive her, you receive her, Shatalabata, Akataya Balabatasa, Ebriagatalabadasa, Ananaya Balagadasa, Ananias went to Saul and said, The same Lord who appeared to you in a vision has also appeared to me that I might lay my hands upon you and that you might receive your sight and the Holy Ghost. It was not a prayer for the Spirit to be given. It was a prayer for Paul to receive. We receive. Receive. 